in insight meditation, we're doing something rather interesting. We're learning to let the mind uh, step into its natural wakefulness and alertness, and at the same time, to find its natural calm. Because as the mind learns that and can dwell with increasingly a steady awareness and steadiness of calm, we can see things really clearly, what's going on here, what's going on now. If we're very alert, but there's no steadiness and the mind jumps around a lot, going from object to object, we may not kind of move underneath that uh, superficial stream. On the other hand, if we develop a great deal of calm, it can be very pleasant, but we may not see so clearly what's going on at the moment. But when those two come together, uh, there's a it's kind of an elixir, you know, one catalyzes the other so that there's clear seeing and you see underneath, let's say, some sensation or some emotion, some thought stream. And in that clear seeing, you stay with what's unfolding right there. You don't fall off but you don't have to force yourself, so you don't get rigid. And you can actually see as the mind tries to grasp at the next experience or how it pulls away from anything, from uh, you know, a, a thought or emotion or memory that you don't like or contact with another person or some sense experience. And underneath that, you see the you know, the sort of, you might say, the essence of the going out and the pulling away. You can see that what you couldn't see before. And when there's enough steadiness of seeing what you couldn't see before, it really becomes what we call insight, something that cascades and you say, wow, what I thought was really pleasurable, like let's say some intense ego gratification, is really painful. Uh, or you see, huh, I really have been trying to construct some sense of security and what I've created actually is a prison. You know, you see things. You don't think them through. You actually see it, hap you see it happening in the moment, directly, intuitively. So this is very important stuff, and it comes from this simple Clarity of awareness, steadiness of awareness, brightness of awareness, and stability, calm concentration. <coughs> but it seems at first glance that these two are going in the opposite direction. One is like being more alert, which we associate with what? Vigilance. 
which is tense. Alert. I'm alert. I'm looking around. What's going on next? What's going on next? Or we associate it with, I absolutely cannot be present because my thoughts are so crazy. I'm going to be present now. And so it has that tension. I'm going to make myself mindful. So that's one side of, I mean, two two ways at least that we uh, associate being mindful, clearly aware, with tension, vigilance, or forcing the forcing this awareness in some way. And strangely enough, we do the same thing with concentration and calming down. And of course, one way we do it is, I can't relax, I'm going to relax, right? And we uh, get really concerned. We try to perform for ourselves and maybe others if we can tell them about our practice, the calming. Or, of course, we try to make ourselves concentrated rather than settle into the happiness that precedes true concentration. The steadiness of mind is actually very happy, relaxed. Tranquility of mind, tranquility of body, and the unification, concentric. But that's exactly the calming of mindfulness and the calming of concentration is exactly what comes together. This is central to Vipassana, central to insight meditation. In insight dialogue, the sati, the mindfulness, is recollected by way of pausing. So we actually pause in time simply because we're so sped up and so unaware, we sometimes need to just literally stop before we talk. Stop in the moment of contact before that next move. Stop the craziness enough to see the craziness. Pause. And of course, when mindfulness is steady, The pause takes no time. Pause is about not time, but about sati, about mindfulness. So the pause can have the support of taking time. But once it's well established, it just goes, just goes, just like this. That's all. The Meditation instruction that is offered now is the counterpart, is the relax, pause, relax, which has embedded within it the quality of uh, noticing where there's tension and actually volitionally inviting ease by bringing attention to it that's not, you know, uh, 
continuing the cycle, the sort of the rat's cage that keeps that tension going. Sometimes, for good reason, there's the concern that volitionally, intentionally offering relax as actually calming down the body is like inviting some kind of force of calming and that's ridiculous and can't be done. I think that's going a little too far. It is possible to actually relax aspects of the body that we are not usually aware we can relax by just bringing attention and saying, oh, is there something tense here? Let's see. So, for example, as you're hearing me now, you know, is there any tension at all around the mouth or around the eyes? Just see for yourself and see if, if there's anything at all, <coughs> even a fragment that lets go, that melts. I don't know what you discovered. Pretty much every time I do that for myself, I discover something calming down in my, you know, the small little muscles around my eyes. I can feel my throat begin to relax. Like this. Now, I didn't force myself to relax, but I did bring attention to different parts of the body. We could do this with the belly or the hands, even the chest, and so on. You could see for yourself. Work with it. Practice with it. Well, you're not going to relax. You're not going to remember to relax unless you pause. Because by definition, the pause is the remembering. The pause is what's going on now. And actually, there's mindfulness. And is there tension here? So mindfulness is being brought to moment-by-moment experience and saying, you know, where is there some kind of holding? Pause, relax. Very straightforward. But we forget. But of course, there's much more than just the body that does that clinging, right? That gripping, the mind grips, and holds on to its thoughts, holds on to its fears. Someone says something to me that, that I find to be offensive, and I'm, you know, I'm activated, or I find confusing, and I feel incapable of understanding, and self-judgment comes up, or some kind of shame. And now, that triggers all the hormones of this body this poor, abused body that's constantly responding to all of these fears and desires. And it's like, wow, the whole system is engaged now. And you can say, relax till the cows come home and it won't do any good, right? So what do you do? What is pause, relax then? Specifically, There's mindfulness of exactly this, right? Of the discomfort of shame, 
or desire. <coughs> how it is in the body, how it is in the mind. Whatever is spinning around. And a turning towards this is the pause and receive, accept, allow. It's just like this, right? So it's a relationship with experience. Relax is a relationship with experience. <coughs> a receptive, accepting relationship with experience. So what relax is to the body, the receive, accept is to the mind. Same move. Right? So now we have a meditation practice that we can understand. Something we can cultivate. We can intentionally bring this quality to the moment. Now, we may not always be so good at it. That's why we practice. No problem. Pause. And we notice that there's this like, whoa, stop looking at me, dude. You know, this kind of like, whoa, this is really something, right? But there's awareness of it. You're not backing away. Pause. Relax. But you're already activated. Receive. Accept. Accept. Reset. Pause. Accept. Accept. You know? And if you can locate in the body where you can touch in and, and loosen up, fine. But maybe not. And that's fine too. Just receive as best you can. And then sometimes, being human, we bounce off the whole thing. We go back into reaction. And that's just what we call normal life. Right? Constant reaction, one after another. And then we die early because we've had cortisol in our blood for <laughs> 50 years. You know? Stressful. So... So pause, relax is now going to be the basis of our practice. And we'd specifically like to invite you to go out for a walk and begin in a situation where there's not a pair of eyes looking back at you. And it's relatively simple. But it's also, because it's simple, it's relatively subtle. See, when someone's looking at me and I'm like really like tense or confused or desirous or something, that's not hard to see, right? And you say, pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'll pause. <laughs> Relax. Well, at least you can see what it is that's, that's, that's churned up. But you go and let's say the sun is so beautiful and it's the incredible breeze and the meadows are burning it they're green right through your eyes it's like and the whole body quivers with delight you just want to go there right pause know that that's happening and see if see what it's like to be that quivering see if you can accept and receive even the delight and pleasure pause relax Enter, you might say, a more mature or riper relationship to sensory pleasure. Or, of course, let's say you're walking along and there's uh, a thought comes up in the mind. I suspect that's going to happen sometime in the next 40 minutes. And pause, 
Mm, okay, so I don't have to follow this thought. And relax and just receive that there was a thought. It was sort of aversive to you that you weren't, weren't really mindful. No, I wasn't mindful. Often the old habits, right? But receive even that, even the self-judgment, right? Receive. Receive. Accept. <coughs> accept. Okay. And meanwhile, I'm walking. Next step. Pause and relax. And it, it will really support your practice when you come back to the hall. If you intentionally engage the guideline internally. In other words, use the words pause and relax. Especially relax is what you're exploring. But I would, I would you know, see how they work together too. Because with this precision and specificity, then you can actually explore it, and then it becomes natural. Then you don't need to, you know, invoke the words, but they're available to you. It's like having the Dhamma internal in your mind. You can touch it. Pause. Mindfulness. Relax. Tranquility, concentration, and ultimately through this receiving of the world without resistance, because that's receive, right? Relax, receive. Receiving of the world, it ripens also as loving kindness. Relationship with experience. Pause, relax. We, in honor of the remarkably beautiful day, would like to give you a full 40 minutes uh, so that you like us better. (laughs) But actually, we think it will support your practice, too. And uh, the challenge will be to continue really meditating, you know, when there's such sensory delight, the, the allure is just to you know, be in the delight, and it's not a bad thing at all. But if you really continue your practice, it will serve your retreat. With pause, relax, and walking. So we'll be seated and with your partner, because you're going to choose a partner before you go. So now you're going to choose a partner before you go. Set up your stuff and be seated with them at 10 after. 10 after whatever that is, 4. Okay, and yes, there was a question. Just wondering if you've got guidance about how often to pause when you're walking. Well, you know, check it out because it's an it. What you're that's a great question because it's it's sort of like what is the nature of mindfulness when it's established? When it's established, it's just happening. It's like there's just awareness happening, and you're kind of walking through awareness. Right? So if that's happening, I wouldn't worry about anything. Seriously, just in, just let there be the awareness walking. No problem. And if you find that there, the mind is thinking or that you're falling into, oh, there's a beautiful tree. Oh, there's an ugly tree. Oh, there's a road. And you know, you're really latching down and grabbing onto the world, not really just aware as you go. Say, pause. Because the mind tends to, being so sensitive, tends to fall in and latch on. 
So that pause is the non-clinging. It's the release of the upadana. It's the letting go of the grasping, as well as what we're calling mindfulness. It's got this host of uh, aspects. If you find there's not grasping and that mindfulness is just really well established, go for it. Just don't say anything. Thank you. Yeah. So I invite you to find a meditation partner and I'll, we'll all see you at uh, 10 after. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.